This episode of Blitzed is brought to you by Rip Curl's Mirage Activate Board Short. On sale today. This is Mick Fanning's secret weapon. The ultimate compression liner board short. Developed by the three-time world champ, Mick, he's that fucking good Fanning, and WSL co-medical director and sports medicine specialist, Dr. Tim Brown. The targeted technology within the board short helps you surf stronger for longer. It works by activating core surfing muscles to balance power, posture, and joint alignment. The firm yet flexible fit also offers rash protection, decreasing lactic acid buildup. This all amounts to board shorts that let you perform at a higher level and recover faster. I was struggling with tight hips and a little lower back stiffness, explains Fanning, about why he sought out the tech during his three times world title campaigns. I finally got my hands on a pair of the liners, put them on, went for a surf, and instantly it felt like someone had grabbed my butt cheeks and lifted them together and made them real perky. What that did was ease up on my whole back. The looseness that I felt in my mid and upper back, I went surfing and didn't have any stiffness whatsoever. Are you kidding me? Bodies that lift your butt cheeks and make them perky? Woo! Get me some of that gear. When you put these shorts on, it almost feels like someone has grabbed you from behind and given you a good old lift, continues Dr. Tim Brown. Really helps to align the body and it helps to make your body feel more powerful. And in fact, it helps your performance the first time you put them on. Other technical features include hydrophobic quick dry coating, body mapping silicon grip, rash free fly mesh, a surf grip waistband, secure lock draw cord, aerotech outer shell, and recycled Mirage Pro fabric. Fucking get that in here. <laughs> Ah, the shorts come with a 30-day performance guarantee where you can return them for a full refund or credit if you're not 100% stoked with how they work. Head to your closest Ripcurl store or board short stockist to try some on and feel the difference or check them out online. Ripcurl.com <laughs> Get those perky cheats tweet! The Ripcurl Mirage Activate is available for the first time ever today. And don't forget, you can sign up to Club Rip Curl while you're there. Rip Curl, mate. Blitzed. ATS. Perky as a motherfucker up in here. Competition surfing. Rashes. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I mean, kidding me? God damn, what a contest that was. The Eddie, uh, I mean, I've run out of superlatives to describe it, so I'm just asking rhetorical questions at this point. Are you kidding me? It was absolutely wild, uh, wild and wild. There's really no words for it. We're about to hear from one of the heroes from the day, Australia's very own Jamie Mitchell, uh, one of just two Australians competing in the event alongside Ross Clark Jones, our man, the wild man from Borneo, Ross Clark Jones. Before we get into it, though, a few acknowledgements are in order. Obviously, a massive congratulations to the eventual winner, Luke Shepardson, a Hawaiian lifeguard, a blue-collar hero, mate. I, like, I was in tears. I can't get through a fucking surf comp 
at the moment without crying. Uh, and this was, yeah, just so emotional, man. Uh, I mean, this guy's like so underground. He doesn't even have Instagram. He's pretty much Batman. So hard to pin down. Be trying to get a hold of him. If anyone's got his number, flick it to Smithy. Got to get him on the pod. Um, also, I mean, Pete Mel. I thought he was a real standout, uh, you know, fire. It's like waves like this are some kind of youth tonic for him. Just turning back the clock. Um, I love that one he shared with Dorian. What a moment that was. Mark Healy, he got third in the event. And what a showman. What a showman. That massive closeout he tried to catch, but he ended up getting lifted off the back. How was that thing? Are you kidding me? Uh, got a couple of crazy hollow ones too. Just super round and ledgy. You know, backside out there. An absolute master in the juice. Uh, I thought he might have actually stolen the show, but the judges saw otherwise, and I'm happy with that. John John Florence making it look easy, taking off deeper and steeper than anyone, the defending champ, double hand drag on the drop of one of them. You know, you're surfing down the line at times, searching for pits, uh, insane. Luca Chianka, man, what a performance. Another goofy foot out there, backside, and just so critical. That, that one where uh, Mason ends up eating shit, uh, like just so cupped out and critically fully kind of like airdropped and ended up cutting in front of Mason uh, who, who stacks it. But how dangerous and just insanely captivating to watch was that. Uh, and then gets another solid one and, and does that redirect into the shore break, kind of a cutback into a floater on the shore break. And uh, the early reports were that he might have broken his leg, got uh, taken up the beach on a gurney. Haven't heard anything more about that. And, of course, the women. Far out. I mean, I just thought Justine DuPont was incredible. So much poison, Steve. She did not look phased at all by the conditions. And I thought that wave she and Kiala Kennelly shared was a real watershed moment for women surfing. Uh, you know, just a massive statement, statement that they belong in this arena and they're going to put on a show at that. And uh, speaking of putting on a show, KK... With, uh, I mean, arguably the wipeout of the event, alleged out 30-footer, just fucking chucking its guts out like chopes. It was so skits, and she just bungee jumps out the top of it. Uh, Billy Kemper also uh, trying to stick kind of a, a, an airdrop on his fucking 10-4, getting absolutely punished, fresh off a skits injury at the backdoor shootout. I mean, stories all over the joint. A massive shout-out to the underground Hawaiian chick. I think her name was Makani Adric. Uh, yeah, last heat of the day and just doing it for the Ohana, for the native Hawaiians, uh, alongside the male competitor, Kaili Mamala, who was repping a sick 80s black short spec mullet. They had the Aloha meter absolutely maxed out. The needle snapped off. And, of course, can't forget... The great Ross Clark Jones and Mike Ho sharing that wave. Oh, mate. I mean, what do you even say about that? Mike was in the backdoor shootout a few days ago going absolutely ham. Uh, and it, I remember he, he told me, actually, or, or Mason kind of relayed to me, actually, uh, that he wasn't all that psyched on his performance. So, of course, he paddles out in the eddy and goes fucking mad. Steep, deep, and critical on an absolute bomb. And this is just the tip of the iceberg there was so much more uh go track down the broadcast have a look at the stills they're all over the internet uh i mean i don't think anything does why may justice like still photos oh man 
the amount of water that that wave moves is next level and they are absolute heroes for putting on a show but it comes at a cost as you're about to hear from jamie a quick note the audio quality is a bit funky at the start of the interview but it does improve uh, and it, the line did drop out a couple of times righto let's catch up with the core lord from coffs harbor coffs harbor's absolute finest 10-time molokai paddle champion and uh, perennial big wave skits cunt, Jamie Mitchell. Welcome to Ain't That Swell, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having us. My absolute pleasure. Man, how are you feeling after a day like that? Um, right now, I'm fine because I've, uh, I've done some damage to my ribs. So, um, so but apart from that, it's sort of just, uh, uh, to be honest with you, it's a really big come down. It's like a, it's like a, nearly like a depression. To be honest with you, it's uh, it's such a big build up. You know, you on such a high, you get to go surf and do all that stuff. Then you, you go home and you're cooking dinner for the kids within 30 minutes. You know, it's like it's a, it's a really weird. Uh, I guess it's a really hard thing for for people don't realize about the big is that there's so many um, emotions and. Uh, ups and downs that go along with it that ups are good but then you know you just take it all in and um yeah from it and sort of now i'm back to normal wow yeah we've heard that in the past from uh you know the likes of pete mel after you got that big pit at mavs and uh yeah it is a, a recurring theme in that big wave world i mean the, the adrenaline and the cortisol i oh, mean far out like some of the situations you found yourself in, um, you know, about to wear a forty foot on the head and, and stuff like that. That's got to, uh, that's got to do some stuff to your central nervous system. Oh, for, for sure, you know. And there's build up and um, on where you're at with stuff like stress and um, yeah, all sorts of things, you know. And then, um, like I said, you know, like you know, I come in from my last seat. It was awesome. I was the second to last heat. And then, you know, the heat finishes, they give the awards out, and then you're just packing up the stuff. And for me, I live I live 10 minutes from where I'm here at sunset, you know, so I'm back home and, and you know, the kids are hungry and they're back. And it's just like straight back and you're just like, well, hang on. You're like, what just happened, you know? And, and then you're all tired and I want sleep and she's just go to sleep. I'm like, you're kidding me, right? Like, I'm fucking wired right now. Like I'm just, <laughs> and you just—it's a really it's a, an interesting spot to be in sometimes, you know. And um, you know, me luckily enough, I have a sauna ice bath, and I actually jumped in the sauna and ice and just tried to like come down from it, you know, a little bit, mm-hmm. and just sort of yeah, we chopped, we chopped a little, bit and then um, you know, just finally got the bed around eleven was able to get sleep yeah i i get you it, it must be uh you know if you look at it from a physiological point of view really what you have to do is bring down the information and process as much of that um you know cortisol and adrenaline as you can and i guess that lessens the the come down and the just the the physical and mental anguish that you deal with on the on the back side of these things yeah for sure there's that and then there's like you go over like 
it got that I should have I should have went that way but I should have been there I could have done that I wish you know what I mean there's and then there's you start dissecting what you could have done or should have done and and that's no good you know either so you sort of just like it's 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 a it's a hectic 24 hours you know like and that's just not for this swell I mean this swell was probably because it's the idiots heightened even more but you know that's for every swell we go to you know and then luckily for this one I'm at home the other ones then you got to like jump on a plane and, and and come home and it's just um yeah it's 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 challenging it's challenging you know and i think it's a lot a lot that it's it's a hard part of big way surfing not many people on this probably understand or even think about is just that you know it's just there's just so many um highs and lows and, and trying to deal with it and understand it and and uh level out you know just come back to a base level is, is quite hard but um hey no complaining because it's, it's, you know, it's the, it was the best day ever. And, uh, you know, what I mean, like, so, uh, you know, it was an incredible day, one for the ages, best, biggest one there that I've ever seen. And um, it's an incredible day. Oh, man, it was unbelievable. And all those hardships you go through, uh, I mean, uh, in a lot of ways, it's all to put on a show for us. And uh, I tell you, you put on a show, all right. It was like a, a Marvel comic strip. It was, uh, it just entered the surreal at times. I mean, talk us through the day from sun up till sundown from your perspective. Yeah. So actually, um, Pete Mel's a really close friend of mine. So he was staying at our house and, um, we just, you know, were, um, tinkering that morning, just got up pretty early, like around five and, um, you know, cruised around, had something to eat you know, sort of packed our gear up in my truck my, and my kids came with us. And so we just, we left about six in the morning in the dark, started heading towards Waimea, got stuck in some crazy traffic at like three tables just before Waimea. Took us about 45 minutes to get like half a mile. And um, it was like Woodstock, you know, it was like people everywhere and like crazy. And then when we got to the beach, you could hear the screams, the crowd was, there's already like thousands of people and every wave someone got, you could hear the whole crowd just go berserk like a football stadium. And, and, um, you know, like me and Pete were in heat four and five of the last, uh, the first heat. So we didn't have to get ready. So too early, that was nice. We were just able to get down the beach, check in, check out a bunch of like people. I ran into Ross and a bunch of other guys and just talk story you know, got to watch the surf for a few hours and, um, you know, and then Pete's heat came up. So I helped him, you know, helped him get ready, prepare, you know, got his spare board ready. And, and then, um, you know, and then you've got to get ready. Like you've got to check in, like basically as soon as they check in, cause the heats are only 45 minutes, the first heat. You know, so by the time they start, you've got to get your Jersey, get ready, walk into the corner you know, and then get ready to get out through the shore break and, you know, get yourself out in time in the lineup. So you don't have, you can't really take too long. You know, you've got to be onto it. Otherwise you'll be, you'll be late. So, um, you know, and then you've just, it's game on, you know, you got to switch on and, you know, you, you're, you're in the eddy, the world's watching and you got eight of the best surfers in your heat and you, and you got to go out there and try and find a couple, you know, and, um, so, yeah, you know, like that that happens. The first round goes by and then, you know, you come in, sort of regroup a little bit. And, um, again, you know, for me, I was just watching, just like I just wanted to watch every heat, you know, and just 
watch it, what everyone was doing. And, you know, there was just my kids were around having a great time. And it was just, yeah, you know, the energy, you know, sucking in that energy and, and the crowd and all the people and the commentary was just insane, you know. And then obviously you go out for your final heat. I was in the second to last heat. Um, you know, you do your thing again and then, you know, you come in and it's, uh, you know, you, you're sort of like all stoked that you, you, you're done with it and the final heat goes through and it's sort of over, you know, like they announce the top 10 and, you know, give out the award ceremony and you sort of, it's been a long day, especially for me because i got my two little girls. So like it's a long day. So we're, we had to get off the beach pretty fast. And like I said, you're home in, 10 minutes and you know you're cooking dinner for the kids and they're off the bed and you just it's you're like wow like what just happened was that a dream like was that real did that just happen or like what the fuck you know it's sort of just like it's it's crazy it's just like it just goes so fast and it's it's all over you know oh man i love it i love it i love that you know family comes first of you and, and at the end of the day you're happy to to do that um and i mean that's such a mark of a man and mate um you know in that second uh last heat of the day you had a bit of a blinder like you went pretty mad you you, you i watched one uh one of the most memorable waves of the event for me was was one you got just a is a solid wave. I don't know how big you call calling those things, 30 to 40 foot, but it was the way you kind of found a rail at the bottom of it, uh, nice bottom turn on a fucking 10 foot plus board to beat the section. And just like, you kind of made it look easy. And I just thought that was all class. But uh, mate, talk us through some of your, your personal highlights from the day. Yeah, I mean, honestly, just like, just watching everyone go crazy, you know, like it's, it's, um, it's just awesome to see some of your best friends and like get a chance to get into the event. And, uh, it's a lifelong dream for a lot of kids, just like it was for my, for me, you know? And so just to see everyone pushing the limits and getting the rides of their life and, um, just showcasing what big wave surfing is all about to the world, you know? And I think that, um, yeah, I mean, just watching my friends get the ways of their life, you know, what's better than that. And, um, then obviously being able to go out and get a couple myself and you're having your family there like watching and, and your kids and my kids are seven, five. So they're old enough to, they'll remember that, you know, and that's really special to me that they'll be able to, you know, remember and have photos of the day and videos of the day of us just hanging out down at the Eddie, you know? And, um, so for me, that's, that's the highlight, you know, is just, um, not really, not really just me, but, you know, all my best friends that I travel with and do all this, that they're able to go out and realize their dreams and get the ways of their life. You know, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. And watching it on TV, it really doesn't get much better. You know, the word historic and groundbreaking gets thrown around a lot, but uh, there's no other way to describe this. And, you know, some of the things you were seeing on the broadcast, you're almost rubbing your eyes in, in disbelief. Like, what was it like being out there? Um, you know, what was the energy like between the the competitors? Um, yeah, talk us through what it was like to sit out there in an ocean like that.
you just oh you there yeah it, it just cut out for a bit uh, as as, oh, uh, yeah. as you started answering the question it, it dropped okay out. sorry yeah no i think for me just um you know being out there and we're just like able to you're able to talk to your friends and just be like like how how good is this you know like i actually the some of the most memorable things is like we're looking at these waves going underneath us that like i think we're like solid 25 feet hawaiian you know and we're like looking at them going is that are they big ones like is this is that should we go those things like just like not even knowing like what what big was anymore because it was like there's these closeout sets that guys were getting and then like and we're just sitting at these things going that's one of the best ways i've ever seen out here and you're just looking at it going oh i don't know if it's a if it's a big enough wave you know like to score and so it was really just surreal to be like like, and we're just like looking at each other going, should, should we be going those things? Like, are those things just incredible ways that we're just letting slide on this? You know, like, so it was sort of like surreal to, to be out there because, you know, I'd never surfed it. I mean, the last eddy was really big, but we were surfing more in under the ledge, whereas uh, there was a lot more waves being ridden sort of towards the channel um, and like those closeout style waves. So, there was some different spots to be sitting, you know. So, yeah, it was just it was it was awesome, and just caught like you know screaming. You you know when you your people your heat are in the the right spot to go, you're just screaming at them to go. You know what I mean? You're like just go go, and the and the girls that are out there like that was their first time in the event, so we're screaming at them, trying to get them into some waves, and you know, and then what the coolest things at Wyomere is the amphitheater, right? So you when you see someone take a nuts wave and you're like, if you don't hear a cheer, you know, they've wiped it out, you know, or if you hear this big scream and like cheer, you like, you, you look back, you see him kick out in the channel, you know, and then you're like, Oh, that was insane. You know? So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think that was pretty cool, you know, to, you can hear the energy of the crowd. You can hear, like, you can hear them screaming and yelling and um, ooing and ah, and so it was pretty cool. Oh, wow. Wow, man. And and can you give people some idea of how heavy it is in the lineup? Uh, I mean, like, I mean, where are these sets starting to, to stack? At? Like, where do they carp? And, like, I don't know, give us – try and bring us into the situation of being out there. I mean, are you hunting ones on the ledge or um, are you, like, kind of – if you hunt those ones, are you at risk of, of getting one of the, the huge ones on the head? I mean – yeah. Yeah. So heavy. Yeah. You, there's, there's sort of th- like, I, I feel like there's three, there's like really in under the ledge, which is where it normally breaks and it's really steep there. And it's, um, that's a good spot to be. And then there was sort of outside that spot ramping in, you know, so you, you could get in a little earlier and then there was sort of like out on towards the, um, channel a little bit further out. And that's where that like Luke Shepardson, you know, was getting a lot of his waves, you know, so there was sort of like, three different spots and then you know and you can see the big ones like you can see when you see a really big one we call them black ones you know black mamba you can sort of see the darkness in the swells like a mile out you know like you can just see them like fat like you can see the big ones coming there and you can you're sitting there and you know they're coming like a minute or two away and you're just waiting you know and the hardest thing to do is to not paddle out too far and you know scratch yourself out of position yourself you know so that's the that's the beauty of it and uh you know what is the ideal takeoff scenario like are you trying to get a little chip in before the ledge or um like kk's one almost like 
those ones seem to like suck you in and make make you think you're in easy, and then it just throws like chopes and you end up pin dropping yeah. the lip. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's really how you different. It's just a different type style of surfing, you know. It's um. You know, some people like to be in under it and, you know, be steep. Some people, you know, might have a little bit bigger board and try and get a, a chip in a little earlier, but it's all personal preference, you know what I mean? So um, everyone surfs, it's like surfing jaws, you know. Some people like to be way out in the North Peak and, you know, back to all the West Bowl. Some people, like Albie and that, just like to be right in the West Bowl, you know. So it's just it's just preference of how you like to surf the wave. Right. And uh, Luke Shepardson, as you mentioned, I mean, he was Mr. Dial-A-Bomb that day. It just seemed like the biggest and best waves were being sent straight to him. Um, you know, the fact a North Shore lifeguard who was literally on duty and he's taking breaks uh, from beach patrol to surf his heats, the fact he won the event, couldn't be more fitting, really. Like, um, I mean, one of the things I, I really uh, was tripping on watching it was just how crazy and talented the Hawaiian Water Patrol are and um, and, and the yeah. offshore lifeguards. I mean, they're nonstop all day, whipping into the impact zone, scooping people to safety. So badass. And, uh, yeah, I, I just thought that um, it was perfect that, you know, one of their own sort of, like, won the event, like, kind of the ultimate acknowledgement and, and the ultimate uh, kind of tribute to, to Eddie himself, a, a North Shore lifeguard. Yeah, I mean, look, could you write a better script? Probably not, right? I mean, um, and, you know, generally speaking, you know, they say that Eddie picks a person and it comes, you know, that's what happens, you know, and, and Luke Luke was in a spot and he surfs that spot um, a lot. He likes to sit out where he was sitting and there was a lot of opportunities that day, a lot of closeout sets, a lot of big waves. And, um, yeah, well, man, I'm <laughs> watching that and dreaming of being in it and then going out and winning it, you know, like what a Cinderella story. So I couldn't be happier, you know, and, um, yeah, I think it's just an awesome, an awesome way to finish, you know, what was a, what it was an historic day. And, uh, I mean, obviously you're one of two Australians competing in the event. As far as I'm aware, the other being Ross Clark Jones, mate, talk to us about seeing Ross and, uh, Mike Ho do their thing together. That must've been an incredible moment for everyone involved. Yeah, you know, like those guys have been around forever and, you know, Ross has been around forever. He's won the Eddie, he's got second and he's just an, you know, he's an Aussie icon for sure. And I got to surf the heat with Michael Ho and um, that was special for me. It's his last Eddie and just to, you know, be able to be out there and share the lineup with Michael Ho was pretty special as well. So just so many memories that um, I'll be able to just think back on when it's all said and done for me as well, you know, that, that's uh, that are just once in a lifetime, um, you know, types of things, you know. Fully, man, and and for you personally, what's the what's the plan from here on in? It's been a crazy run as well. Uh, I mean, just the other day, you're at Todos Santos, uh, you know, dealing with a, a gnarly injury to to Coco uh, Nagales, and a, what sounded like a, a a bit of chaos out there. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I hurt I, I hurt my ribs. Um, a Todos, so I've been battling that, and um, yeah, I surfed the eddy in a lot of pain um, with my ribs, so that sort of limited my um, the way I wanted to surf in the eddy, unfortunately. But I just had to do what I had to do, and um, yeah, so now, um, yeah, now uh, I'm, I'm in full recovery mode, I'm probably out of the water for at least at least 
three to four weeks, if not more. Um, so I'm just going to try and get back in the water as fast as I can. We still have the Jaws contest um, that hasn't gone yet, so that's on standby. So I want to be ready for that. So, yeah, yeah for me, it's just um, trying to rehab this rib as fast as I can and, and um, see if I can get back fast. Sick, mate. Well, thanks so much for your time and uh, you put on a hell of a show for everyone all around the world, particularly in Australia, particularly in your hometown of Coffs Harbour. Uh, unreal, Jamie. Thanks so much, mate. Thanks, mate. Appreciate you reaching out. Thank you.